Welcome to the Mala Movement Podcast. Each episode we share our experience and research on all things natural living, holistic health and mindful being. We are so grateful that you're hanging out with us. Let's dive on in. Hey and welcome to episode 19 of the podcast. Today it is just myself, me, myself and I and I want to chat about the six pillars that are literally 100% required to create a thriving mind, body and life. And the reason I really want to speak to this is because so many people are walking around in survival mode and I want to really help people move from survival mode into thrive mode. And I know that might sound super cheesy, but I'm actually really, really serious because I know it's totally possible and I don't want people getting stuck in that that thinking of this is just how I am or life's a grind, life is tough and you die. I want to get rid of that mindset because I was once living in a state of survival mode, constantly stressed. I had poor state of health. I was always getting sick and struggling with constant bloating and severe stomach pain that literally had me doubled over in pain. I've also had feelings of not feeling good enough and completely disconnected from myself. I couldn't see a future as I was lost in my own physical and mental pain at the time. And if I'm being super honest, I forgot what it was like to actually feel healthy and love life and feel that joy because I was in that constant survival mode. So I completely understand that it can be hard to actually have that vision of something better for yourself or to be healthy again or to regain your health. But I wholeheartedly know that it is possible because I literally did it. A lot of my friends, I was actually, before I hit the road with Mark into the van, I caught up with an old friend and she's like, I, I remember how sick you were. And it gives me hope knowing that if you can do it, I can too. And of course, all of like this did not happen overnight. It's been a year's work in progress because obviously I was trying to do it all myself and figure it all myself and learning a lot as I went. But little bit by little bit, I was changing my mindset, my environment, my thoughts, my beliefs, my lifestyle and my complete state of being. And through my transformation, I went on to study naturopathy and all sorts of health modalities and holistic healing modalities and energy medicine, breath work, coaching, all of these beautiful things. And now it's like that silver lining. I'm able to help others transform their health too. It's not all in vain. I went through these things and grew through these things and it taught me a lot about health and it redirected my path. I was a hairdresser until I was very, very sick and then I got into fitness and I started eating better and training and doing all these different things. And all I wanted to talk about with my clients was health and fitness. And that started my journey to the path that I am now. It started with my sickness and wanting to get better and wanting to transform my health. And over all of those years of learnings, I've finally compiled what I do and what I offer into a method. And I call it the Thrive Method, which I'm really excited about. And it's basically broken down into six pillars, which actually create that thriving mind, body and lifestyle. So I'm going to break those pillars down for you just so you can get an idea because there's layers and layers within these pillars, which is really amazing. So the first pillar of the Thrive Method is transforming your limiting thoughts and beliefs. So basically all things mindset. And the reason mindset work is so, so important is because throughout my own journey, 
this was my biggest obstacle. I was eating and doing what I thought were all the right things, but I was still so sick, still experiencing digestive issues, still hated my body and completely just miserable because I was stuck in that pain and suffering cycle. And mostly like what I found like upon reflection was because I was having a lot of these unserving beliefs and thoughts on repeat in my mind. Things like, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I'll never get better. This is just how I am. Everything I eat hurts me. I always get sick. What if something bad happens? What if I make the wrong decision? What if I fail? What if I get rejected? All of these what ifs and I can'ts and I'm not were really overrunning my mind and I was entertaining this sort of self-talk and it was these thoughts and beliefs plus so many more that was just really blocking me from transforming my health and my life because I was literally affirming and entertaining all of the not so serving situations like all of the negative outcomes if you want to label it as that or affirming to myself that this is my reality and this is why I believe I just kept on getting served up more crap and more crap and more crap. I kept hitting roadblocks. I kept attracting more pain, more suffering, just all the things like that was my world. And I was so caught up in it. Now, the thing is with all of these thoughts and beliefs, a lot of them are subconscious. A lot of the time, you don't even realize you're in that loop or entertaining those thoughts until you start bringing your awareness to it or until a coach or someone you're working with actually points them out to you or a friend points them out to you. And you notice these thoughts and you're able to rewire them or a coach is able to work with you and to rewire them. And that's what I love doing. I love doing it with myself. I love doing it with my clients and just bringing more awareness to how you're thinking and the limitations that you're putting upon yourself. Because I think I heard it from June Quick first. I don't know if he said it first or not, but he says, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them, which is really awesome to ponder, right? Now, there's also stress, which layers into this whole mindset, thoughts and beliefs pillar, but I'm going to leave that for another time. I won't go full on into that because I could literally do a whole podcast episode just on stress alone. So just know that it layers into this pillar, but it also trickles over into the next one, which is taking a holistic approach to health. And I will explain how that layers in. But first I wanna explain what an actual holistic approach is because I know a lot of people pretend that they know what I'm talking about when I mention a holistic approach, but they just don't fully get it. So a holistic approach is basically treating the body as a whole interconnected system because when one thing in the body is out of balance, it can manifest in other parts of the body because your body is literally all connected. So for example, skin issues like acne, rashes, eczema, or psoriasis are often related to gut health issues, just like mental health issues can be related to gut health issues. Also trouble losing weight. It's not just a matter of calories in, calories out. It can be related to cellular toxicity, sluggish digestive system, poor sleep quality, stress, and so many other things. And pain and inflammation is another one, which can be a manifestation of unprocessed emotional trauma that is stuck within the tissues of your body, as well as internal inflammation, of course, and digestive issues, toxicity, all of those sorts of things. So it's not just a matter of, oh, you have inflammation, here's a anti-inflammatory, or you have digestive issues, here's, I don't know, a laxative or 
a probiotic, for example, or skin issues, here's a steroid cream or an acne face wash. It's not that simple. Usually there's a deeper, more woven in root cause that is producing those symptoms because having a digestive issue is a symptom. Acne and rashes, they're symptoms. Pain is a symptom and it's always of something deeper. And too often people are just managing symptoms with pills and quick fixes. Basically a band-aid approach. <laughs> now these are just a few examples, but what I'm wanting to highlight here is this is why taking a holistic approach is so important. So a holistic approach looks at your body as a whole system, not just looking at your skin, not just looking at your digestion. It's you're looking at your whole body, your whole lifestyle, your environment, your sleep quality, how you're managing your stress, if you are at all, your mental and emotional well-being, plus so much more. So it's looking at all aspects of your life and creating a plan that actually looks at and takes into consideration all of these things and when all of these things start to get dialed in, health is a byproduct. The symptoms reduce or go away. That is a byproduct of living a holistic life or taking a holistic approach because it all matters. Lacking sleep, that doesn't just manifest in being tired. Your body doesn't get to recover as well. So that affects all systems of your body. It creates imbalances with your gut microbiome, like your bacteria in your digestive system. It increases your stress levels. Like all of these things have a ripple effect. And that's why in my approach, I look at all of them and I help you dial all of them in. So that was pillar two of the Thrive Method. And pillar three is basically keeping it real. And if you haven't noticed already, it's basically an acronym. Is that the right word for it? So the T from Thrive is for thoughts and beliefs. The H is holistic approach. And the R is real. So keeping it real because the world is literally filled with so much refined food, processed products, censored media, edited photos, fake people, shallow conversations, artificial environments, artificial highs. So much of what we're losing is what's truly real. So I help you come back to real conversations real food, real nourishing self-care, also real photos, real news, real friendships, real environments. Coming back to all of that is so, so important. And especially with the digital age, we're also disconnected. And that's why I, in the Thrive program, I integrated the one-to-one -one coaching aspect because people are craving and needing that one-to-one -one real connection. They say, uh, in the blue zones, which is like the Okinawans and people who basically live over a hundred, I think they call them the centenarians, basically people who live over the age of 100. And the common factor is among other things, but the number one was they had real connection. They had a sense of community and support. And I know during COVID times, a lot of people are lacking that connection and support and that real being heard and listened to. So that's why I integrated the one-to-one -one coaching aspects, because not only to give you that support and one-to-one -one guidance and health coaching, 
but to also give you a space to be heard because I understand that not everyone is in a situation where their partner will listen to what's going on in their lives or they don't necessarily have friends that are on the similar path to them. Like they might be still in party mode and you might be wanting to transform your whole life. So it's a whole different conversation. And I understand that not everyone has that person that they can talk or share their thoughts or vulnerabilities and things like that. But coming back to what's real is I always choose what nature made over what man made because nature has literally existed for millions of years. And although humans have developed and some amazing things while we've been here on earth, but we've also created a lot of chaos. So filtering out what is not innately real can work wonders for your health, physically, mentally, and emotionally, which is what I'm so passionate about as a naturopath, because it's about returning to what's real, what's innately real and whole. And this can be, as I said, so broad and diverse because I also mentioned real news, real nourishing self-care, real friendships, real conversations. So it's beyond what nature made as well. It's coming back to what's real and really nourishing for the body and us as humans. All right, so now onto pillar number four, which is intuition. So tuning into your intuition. And I want to start this with a little story. So for the longest time, I would always ask others what they think instead of tuning into my own intuition and the answers that I already knew. And this was definitely a learnt behaviour from childhood. And I really only became aware of it around 2019. And this was during a yoga teacher training in Bali that I was doing. And what triggered this realisation was when one of my teachers asked me my question back and she said, well, what do you think? And for days and immediately in that moment, I was so triggered. I was literally like thinking, why won't she just answer my question? She's a teacher, like I'm here to learn. And then it clicked and it probably took about four days for it to really click over in my mind. But I realized that she taught me the greatest thing of all. And that was to literally just ask myself the question and value my own answers first and foremost, because I was in a major pattern of giving my power away to the teacher, the guru, the doctor, like all of it, people who are older than me, asking them what for their opinion, what they think, what they think to be true, for their advice, always just giving my power away, even when I deep down I knew the answer, but I wasn't honoring it. So I would be asking my friends or family, should I leave my job? Should I break up with him? Should I start this? What would you do? Do you think I'm right? I was just giving other people, my friends, my power. And don't get me wrong, these are okay questions to ask. They're not the most empowering, but they're also not wrong. It just comes down to the problem I had was that I wasn't actually asking myself these questions or I wasn't valuing my own answer and my own opinion first and foremost. So even if I did sort of know the answer already, I wanted someone else to validate me. Because I already knew, like truth <laughs> truth be told, I already knew I wanted to leave the job. I already knew that it was time to leave that toxic relationships. I already knew I wanted to pursue my passions. I already knew in my heart what truly happened. And I knew how I felt. But I wanted others' approval. I wanted someone else to tell me what to do. So I didn't have to take responsibility for my own life. But when I finally got asked that question, what do you think? 
I was able to reclaim that power and take ownership for my own health, my own life, all of it. And this also isn't to say that I never ask for help. Of course I ask for help, though I always tune into my own truth first. And then if I really want to ask, I'll ask for support. And the reason tuning into your own intuition is part of the Thrive Method is because I see so many people in a similar boat giving their power away and not honoring themselves or feeling so disconnected from their own intuition, their own inner wise woman. Because I know you know the answers. It's just been taught out of us because we're taught in school. We ask the teacher, we ask the doctor for what is right. We get told what's right and what's wrong. We have to ask permission to go to the toilet for God's sake. Like all of these things, it's indoctrinated to give our power away to a higher authority or someone else outside of us. So I believe this is a major, major pillar for health, but also just personal power, personal well-being, because giving your power away energetically, that can also manifest as symptoms. I know my digestive issues were tightly, tightly linked to giving my power away at some point or another. Now, moving on to pillar number five is vision. So having vision, which is a huge one. And it's really all about holding a brighter vision for yourself and for your life. Plus, it also gives you the opportunity to go beyond yourself. And let me explain. So giving energy into a higher version of yourself and your life is part of the manifestation process. It allows you to attract the outcomes that you desire in your life. It helps you to step into the new version of yourself and call in that new version of yourself. Because the reality is there are millions of different paths and versions of you that exist already. And once you start giving energy to and getting clear on the version you have for yourself, it starts to take form. And the other part of this is going beyond yourself. And what I mean by this is also having a vision that is beyond yourself and having some bigger purpose for your life. And the reason I say this is because I have witnessed many, many people begin health hoarding or getting overly consumed in their health condition. And health hoarding is one of those things where someone is overly consumed with preserving their health and basically strives to live a perfectly healthy life. Though I've learned through my own experience and my own health journey is that health needs to include balance and flexibility. Now, I know being overly consumed in your health condition can be a touchy subject because I fully understand that when you're in that amount of pain or suffering from a certain condition, it can be consuming. Though from my own experience and from working with clients, I've found that an over-focus on your condition or poor state of health can be non-productive most of the time. Of course, there's a fine line because transformation does require energy and focus, though there also needs to be a higher purpose. Something to get better for, so to speak, or something to do or pursue when you do restore your health. So there's really two layers to this pillar. Being able to hold that vision for yourself and entertain that new version of yourself and call in as well as getting clear on what you're actually wanting to get better for and what you're going to do when you get better. So that's pillar number five. And 
lucky last pillar number six is environment so being mindful of your environment because you are literally a byproduct of everything you consume mentally physically energetically and emotionally where you live the people you hang around the products you put on your skin what you watch the things you listen to your work and your home environment all of these things and many more make up you so it's really important to bring awareness and mindfulness to your environment and i definitely help you through this throughout the program as well as creating your vision tuning into your intuition bringing back the realness taking a holistic approach and transforming those limiting thoughts and beliefs so they are all literally layered within my six-week one-to-one health coaching program called Thrive and sprinkled throughout the Holistic Living Hub, where I literally support you in getting down to the root cause of your health struggles and ultimately get you on the path to where you want to be. I'll guide you and help you stay on track and move through obstacles and, of course, give you the tools, practices and strategy to up-level your entire state of being. So if you are currently experiencing low energy or having sleeping issues, trouble maintaining a healthy weight, you got skin issues like acne, eczema, psoriasis, digestive issues like IBS, bloating, weird bowel movements, whatever it might be, you might be experiencing stress, overwhelm, or you're just wanting to feel healthier and start taking a natural and sustainable approach to transforming your health, then I definitely love to work with you, whether it be in the form of my Thrive one-to-one health coaching program or the Holistic Living Hub. I'd love to support you on that journey. But I do just want to say who this is not for because I'm definitely not about quick fixes or magic pills. Transformation takes work. And as the saying goes, nothing changes unless something changes. So you will have to make change to get the result you want. So if you're looking for quick fixes or the easiest path forward, this is probably not for you. But if you are committed to your health and you're willing to try new things and commit to your health and put some energy into creating the lifestyle and the life you want. And I also do want to add that the reason why this Thrive Health Coaching Program is six weeks long is because simply change takes time. It takes time to unlearn what you've been doing. It takes time to implement new habits and it takes time for your body to start to respond to all the positive things that you've been doing for it. So if you're interested in the program, you can go to www.lauralaguno.com.au forward slash thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E and grab all the details there and you can apply there. I will only be taking on a few clients a month So if you apply and it's full, you'll get put on a waiting list, though you will get instant access to the Holistic Living Hub once you're accepted, which literally includes a whole library of content to help get you started on your health journey. Literally mini courses on nutrition, stress management, how to get better sleep, how to manage food cravings and how to live a more holistic lifestyle. You'll get all of that, instant access to that. So you can still in a way get started even if you're put on a waiting list to work with me one-on-one. If you're in a space where you just want to dip your toes in and you're not really wanting to that one-on-one support right now, then you can definitely just join the Holistic Living Hub and get access to all of those resources, go at your own pace. And if in the future you do want to have that one-on-one support, you can definitely apply. 
And if you have any questions about this episode, the Thrive Method, my one-to-one coaching program, the Holistic Living Hub, any of it, feel free to DM me or email me. I'm always open and willing to answer any of your questions to help create more clarity around that. Now, just to recap the six pillars, the first one is transforming your thoughts and beliefs and mindset, ultimately. Pillar two is a holistic approach. So taking a whole body holistic approach, looking at all aspects of your life and your lifestyle and integrating that, keeping things real, real nutrition, real self-care, real conversations, tuning into your intuition and wise woman within because you do have all of those answers within you, having vision, a future vision for your life, having a deeper purpose, And creating a healthy environment, so mentally, physically, and emotionally, one that is supporting you and in alignment with who you want to be. And now that you're aware of all these pillars, start being mindful of all these areas when you're setting health goals. And as I said, I'm here for support and extra guidance if you desire. I have a whole roadmap for this inside the Holistic Living Hub. And I dive deep into this in my one-to-one health coaching. So if you're craving that next level support, or that next step, make sure you check out the Holistic Living Hub and the Thrive Program. Alrighty, so that is a wrap for this week. I trust that it helped shine some light onto some missing pieces or potential missing pieces in your health journey and what you might need to be paying more attention to. I really hope you enjoyed this one and I will speak to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. We hope you loved this episode. And if you did, make sure you hit subscribe and leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts with your favorite takeaway from this episode, because that way we know what you're loving. And it also helps share this podcast with new people and get it into new people's ears and share the message. We would really, really value your support in that because that just really helps keep the podcast growing and allows us to keep on showing up in this way for you. Another way you can share the love is just simply sending this episode to someone you think would benefit or even just taking a screenshot and sharing it on your Insta stories and tagging us. We'd love to see that you're tuning in and get to know you over on the gram. So we'd love to see that. Again, thank you so much for hanging out and we'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye.